0: Welcome to the weekly Comic Web Old Time Radio Program podcast. We sell old time radio programs, Golden Age comics in PDF format, and we have other free podcasts. Visit comicweb.com for more information or find us on Facebook and iTunes. This week, our podcast features an episode of Life of Riley called Piano Lessons for Junior. It first aired on November 5th,
1: 1944. (laughs)
2: Folks, you first saw him on the screen as the Brooklyn Marine in Wake Island. Soon he'll hand you a wallop as the first mate in two years before the mast. He's Hollywood's magnificent
3: mug. Go on, call me names. But remember what Shakespeare said: He who steals my purse steals cash, but he who steals my brain steals trash.
1: <laughs> no, that
3: don't sound right.
1: <laughs> the
3: American
2: Meat Institute presents William Bendix in the Life of Riley. meat people of America, providing a great food for a great nation. If all the farmers, ranchers, and livestock men who raise meat animals were counted off by army figures, you'd have 334 divisions of 15,000 men each, because there are around 5 million stock raisers in this country. And isn't the work they're doing pretty much of a fighting job, America, for a nation at war? (laughs) And now, on behalf of all those engaged in supplying meat to the nation, the American Meat Institute presents The Life of Riley. (laughs) The lunch hour whistle has just blown to the Los Angeles aircraft plant where Riley works, thus affording Riley the opportunity of indulging in two of his favorite pastimes, eating and talking. We find him now doing just that in the company of his two co-workers, Jim Gillis and Echo Wallaby.
3: Yes, sir, Riley. I'm a lucky father. That's what Gillis is, a lucky father. I'm a lucky father, too. Pass the salt, Riley. Yes, sir. Father don't get no greater pleasure than to have a talented son. Yeah, a son with talent. I got a talented son. Pass the pepper, Riley. Uh... (laughs) Now, you take my boy, Eggbite. When that kid sits down at the piano to play... Mida. Well, now you take my boy Junior. He can take a baseball and throw it. You should have heard Eggbite last night. The way he knocked off that Moonlight Sonata. Mida. Mida. Well, my boy Junior can take a ball seat and throw it. Believe me, Echo. I'm not bragging. (laughs) But my boy sat on that piano stool just like Josie I Toby. Yeah, Josie I Toby. Well, my boy Junior can take a ball and throw it Do me a and... favor, Riley Take that ball and throw it already Yeah, throw it already Believe me, I know how to bring up my boy, Riley When he's invited out to a party One thing he ain't gonna be He ain't gonna be no wallflower He sits down and knocks off a couple of sympathies But what did your Junior do? What did your Junior do? Start pitching claves in the parlor? Of course, if you don't want to take no interest in the boy... Now, 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 wait a minute, Gillis. Who says I don't take an interest in my boy? Don't I feed him? Don't I dress him? Ain't I always correct on his grammar? (laughs) Well, that ain't enough. Uh, The law says you gotta do that. That's what the law says. It's the duty of a father to try to give his kid a little culture. Otherwise, you're letting the boy down. Riley, you're wrecking his life. Listen, Echo. It's bad enough you repeat everything Gillis says, but don't improve on it.
1: <laughs>
3: but, Jake Gillis, I, I never looked at it like that. I wouldn't want to let my boy down while I'm bringing him up. <laughs> well, then teach Junior music, like I did Egbert. Why he's only been studying six months, and next Thursday he's auditioning for a scholarship at Miss Pringle School of Music, Pico Boulevard Branch. <laughs> a scholarship. Does Egbert play that good? Sure. But this scholarship ain't for how good you play. It's how much promise the kid shows. Music appreciation. Gillis, there's something in what you say. You know what? I'm renting a piano on my way home from work. And when my boy Junior goes out to a party, believe me, he ain't gonna be no wallpaper. <laughs> Remember I told you if you were a good boy and did your homework and helped your mother and didn't fight with your sister, I'd get you something nice? Well, I did.
4: Oh, boy, Pop. What is it? A football? No.
3: It's something bigger. Something you always wanted.
4: Give me a hint.
3: Well, it's about this high and it's got pedals.
4: Oh, boy, a bicycle.
3: No, no, but you're getting warm.
4: Oh, come on, Pop. Tell me.
3: Okay, come on. I'll show it to you. You're going to love this. Huh? There it is.
4: A piano?
3: Yes, sir. Junior, you're going to take piano lessons.
4: <laughs>
3: but, Pop,
4: you just said I was a good boy.
1: <laughs>
3: you're growing up, Junior. You've got to think of the future. I want you to be talented like other boys, like... like Egbert Gillis, so I can be proud of you. But, Pop... Oh, boy, I wish I had a chance like this when I was a kid. The nearest I ever got to a piano was when I helped my father move one. Can't you see, Sonny? I'm trying to give you a little culture.
4: I don't want culture, Pop. I want to be like you.
3: (laughs) And Anyway, what good is music? What good is music? Junior music makes everybody happy. The, The one who plays it, the one that listens to it. Some day you'll be sitting at that piano playing the Moonlight Sinatra.
1: <laughs>
3: oh, Junior, this is going to make your mother and me very happy.
4: Well, okay,
3: Pop. Huh? I'll
4: take lessons. Yeah.
3: But I'll start next week. Well, why can't you start right away?
4: Well, because uh, I'm busy all this week. I got something important to do. What? Well, uh... uh...
3: I knew it. You're just stalling. Listen, Junior, up to now, I've been talking to you man to man. But now I see I'll have to reason with you. (laughs) I paid Professor Manetti 30 bucks in advance to give you lessons. He'll be here at 7 o'clock to give you your first lesson. And you'll be here. But, Papa, I can't. It's no use talking. You might as well learn the truth of an old saying. You can't put off until tomorrow what your father makes you do today. (laughs) I got to go, Mr. Riley. You boy, Junior, he's a still or not here. Already I'm away to 30 minutes, and you wait to 30 minutes, that's an hour, all shot. Well, I don't know why he ain't here, Professor Manetti. I, I told him about the lesson. Maybe he'll be here soon. Couldn't you wait No, just no, to... no. I got a schedule. I can't wait too long. It's too bad. I'm so sorry you got to lose the money for this first lesson. <laughs>
1: Yeah,
3: I, I can see you're sorry. I wouldn't like to lose that money. Look, look, look Professor, is, is the first lesson hard? No, it's just so easy any dope could learn. Okay, then you teach it to me. <laughs> and then I'll teach it to Junior, and that way he can start off next week with lesson two without losing no time. Eh? Oh, I see. You're going to be the middle man, huh?
1: <laughs>
3: see, I'm a teacher. All right. Let us commence from the commencement. First, the tell. What do you know about the piano? Well, this here is called the stool, and to make it higher, you turn it to the right or left. <laughs> I'm a C. That's the answer to my question. You don't know nothing. Well, I wouldn't say that. I, I play the harmonica, and I guess it's the same principle as the piano, only a piano's too heavy to pick up and put in your
1: mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my
3: nun, what I gotta go through to make a little spaghetti? <laughs> go ahead, the pigeon, and sit on a stool. Okay. Now listen and no talk. Now I'm gonna play notes and tell you the names. C, D, E, F, G, A, B, C. You catch? Oh, well, sure. But I got a good memory. You can go all the way up to Z. I... <laughs> Mr. Riley, there's uh, no Z in a piano. Why? There's uh, no Y either. Oh. And there's uh, no O. Please let me
1: teach.
3: I mean, uh, please let me teach. Well, all right. listen. C, a D, E, F, G, A, B, C, C, B, A, G, F, E, D, C B, C, C, B, A, now you try. All right, just move over C, D, E, G. Wait, the wait, till you
1: missed
3: it. Don't, don't, don't get excited. I'll get it on my way back. <laughs>
4: can't learn to play the piano. It's too hard.
3: Oh, every instrument is hard in the beginning, Junior. When I first started on the rivet machine, I was all thumbs. Now, now, I'll show you how to do the scale, and then you try it. huh eh? You see? Now, you try it. No, no, no. You got it all wrong. It, it goes like this.
4: It's no use, Pop. I'll never be able to play.
3: Don't talk like that, Junior. Remember, O'Reilly never says die until he's been dead six months. <laughs> Junior's just going into practice. We mustn't make no noise. So you finally got him to practice after five days of arguing. Well, sure. I, I found out that when I watched him, it made him subconscious. So now I'm leaving him alone. You see, Peg, you got to know how to handle a boy. Let's sit in the kitchen. Listen.
1: Hey, Egbert. Egbert.
3: Egbert Gillis.
1: Here I am, Junior. Shh. I'm in the window. What's up, Junior?
4: Why'd you phone me to come over? Listen, Eggbert, you want to play on my football team, don't you? Do I? Gee. What do I have to do? Oh, just sit down at the piano and practice scales for me. I got something very important to do. What, Junior? Never mind what. I'll be back in an hour.
1: But your father... He I didn't... made
4: him promise not to come in. Then I got the door locked. He'll think it's me if you don't practice too good. Start playing. I'll be back soon. Okay,
1: Junior. But don't leave me here too long.
3: Riley, listen to that. Can that really be Junior? Sure. Peg, I'm frightened. Listen to them scales. And he only had one lesson, which I gave him. Oh.
1: <laughs>
3: I can hardly believe my ears. Let's go and take a peek at it. No, 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 no. Spoil the mood. Listen to that boy play. And he's only using two hands.
4: I, I, I'm back. Junior, can I stop playing now? Yeah, that's enough. Yeah. Did my father... No, no one came in. That's well.
3: Junior. Oh,
4: my pop, quick. Beat it out the window.
3: Okay, Junior. Junior, could we please come in,
4: please? I'll unlock the door, Pop.
3: Junior. Junior, I, I'm so proud of you. I, I don't... Oh, Pop, don't kiss
1: me.
3: Oh. oh excuse me. I, I guess I'm a little excited, Junior. Uh, have a cigar. Aye, aye, aye. I mean, here's a nickel, Junior.
1: Junior,
3: oh. it was wonderful. Play some more for
1: us. Yeah.
3: Yeah, go on, Junior. We didn't hear so good in the kitchen, hitch. Well, go... uh, y- you see, my my wrists are a little tired. Oh, well, well, then don't you play another note. I I don't want your hands to get a Charlie horse.
4: Oh, I think I'll go get a sandwich Oh, sure,
3: anything you want Get get two sandwiches, uh, Oh, Junior, Junior
1: Yes, Pop? Uh,
3: Be careful, don't get your fingers caught in the icebox (laughs) Oh, Oh, he's a swell kid And you said I wouldn't get him to practice Why, a few lessons more Dick. Peg, Peg, I just got a brainwave What, dear? They're giving a scholarship contest at Miss Pringle's music school tomorrow well, I'm going to enter Junior. I'll show that wise guy Jim Gillis the kind of a boy I got. But, but Junior's only had one lesson. Yeah, but that ain't the point. It's how much promise he shows. Now, listen. We won't even tell Junior that he's in the contest until I actually get him down to the music school. Then what a surprise somebody's going to
0: get.
1: ha. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, maybe it will be Riley instead of Junior who gets the surprise when he hears Junior play in the piano contest. Until we find out in a minute, this is Ken Niles with an honest answer to a pressing question. What meat will I serve for dinner tomorrow night, or any night? Well, let me submit something I personally can take with a smile any night in the week. Stew. Meat stew. Stew based on beef, veal, mutton, or leftover pork. Stew with vegetables, stew with dumplings, Irish stew, and mulligan stew. Stew that bubbles and sings on the stove and makes a man sing at the table. You know, the two beauties of stew are, one, no matter how scarce a steak or roast, your meat man usually has beef for stewing. Two, you can make a stew with ease, with whatever vegetables, new or leftover, you happen to have handy. Just start your stew early enough in the afternoon so it has plenty of time to rise to the heights of tenderness and warm, friendly flavor. Steaming as you take it from the kettle. Bright, cheerful. Ah, uh, but wait. All in favor of stew, boys? Aye.
1: Aye. Aye. And
2: remember, the meat of stew furnishes those same high quality proteins that make meat a yardstick of protein foods. Why? Because meat measures up to every protein need. <laughs> And now back to The Life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. Well, without telling Junior about it, Riley has entered his boy in a piano scholarship contest on the strength of hearing him practice scales after only one lesson. Actually, it was Egbert Gillis, Junior's friend, who did the practicing by secret arrangement with Junior. And Riley is blissfully unaware that Junior doesn't know one note from another. At the moment, Riley is luring Junior to the music school, and Junior is very
3: suspicious.
4: But, Pa, why are we going into this music school? You said you were
3: taking me to a dentist. Oh, well, yeah, I I said I was taking you to a dentist so you wouldn't get nervous. (laughs) (laughs) But, Pa... Now, now, don't you worry, Sonny. Now, this ain't going to hurt a bit. Come on in. Look,
1: there's
3: Jim Gillis. Hey, Gillis. Shh, no noise, Riley, please. Oh. That's Egg playing at well, every scholarship. So didn't
1: know. Ah, oh, he's finished. Did you ever hear playing like that, huh? Well, passable, slightly passable. Father, 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 I made it. I got a scholarship. Oh, that's fine, Egg I knew you'd make it.
3: Congratulations, Eggbert. Congratulations, Gillis. But uh, you ain't the only one who's got a talented offspring springing off him. <laughs> <laughs> Riley, are you start with that baseball again? <laughs> no, I'm talking about piano playing Egbert ain't the only one that can win scholarships I'm entering Junior
1: Me, Pop? Me?
3: Well, sure, Junior My boys only had one lesson But I bet you even your Egbert can't play scales like he does No, no, Pop, listen Gillis, if I were the bragging type I'd probably say that with a few more lessons Junior will make Egbert look like a bush leaguer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bob, please listen. I can't play a note. Junior, you just go in there and play them scales the way you did at home. Go on. Junior.
4: But, Bob, it wasn't me you heard. It was Eggbert. And
3: remember, I'm rooting for you, Junior. <laughs> Egbert? Eggbert, is this true?
4: Well, I didn't mean any harm, Papa. Junior made me play for him. and oh,
1: I- Shut up, Eggbert. Want... <laughs> Thanks.
3: I don't think it's so hard, Riley. After all, Junior can always play baseball.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Come on, Junior.
4: Pop. Pop. Pop, why don't you say something?
3: There's nothing to say, Junior. I just made a mistake, that's all.
4: Gee, I I didn't think... I'm sorry.
3: I guess maybe Jim Gillis is a better father than I am, that's all. That's why his son plays square with him.
4: Pop, I didn't mean to let you down. Honest, I didn't. I wanted to take lessons. I wanted to practice, but this week I had something important I had to do. Oh,
3: you're starting that over again,
4: huh? It's true, Pop. Why,
3: what'd you have to do?
4: Well, you see, I can't tell you, Pop. You wouldn't understand.
3: I guess I wouldn't. I was fool enough to think that someday I'd walk into the lobby at Carnegie Hall and see a bust of your fingers. (laughs)
4: I'm sorry, Pop.
3: Junior, I'm still your father. Nothing can change that. <laughs> but from now on, our relationship will be strictly business. I ain't giving you an allowance no more. You can get it from your mother.
4: <laughs> okay, Pop.
3: I'll give it to her. <laughs> if you don't mind, I'd, I'd rather walk home alone.
4: Okay, Pop.
3: I'll go. Uh, uh, Junior, be careful how you cross the street. Is
4: that you, Riley?
3: Yeah, Peg, it's me.
4: Oh, dear, how'd everything... what happened, Riley? You don't look very well.
3: Don't let that fool you. I feel terrible.
4: (laughs) Where's Junior? Something go wrong at the music school?
3: Peg, it was awful. A complete nabisco.
4: (laughs) Fiasco, dear.
3: Junior disgraced us. Peg, remember that night that Junior played so nice on the piano? Yes. Well, the reason he played so nice was he wasn't playing.
4: But uh, I heard
3: him. No, he framed Jim Gillis' kid to play for him. He cheated us, Peg.
4: Well, if Junior told us a lie, a fib, he must have had a good reason.
3: Yeah, it's just like you, Dumplin'. You always look at the bright side, especially when it's shady. (laughs) Hello. Hello, Riley. This is Gillis. Oh, uh, that Gillis probably wants to crow some more about that goon he's raising. I'll get rid of him. Hello, Gillis. Look, I, I can't talk to you now. I'm, I'm sitting in the bathtub.
1: <laughs>
3: oh, in the bathtub, huh? I happen to know your telephone is in the living room. I, I, I mean... Listen, Riley, in case you're still mad at that junior of yours, I've got
1: a little dope.
3: Yeah, but at least your dope can play piano. LAUGHTER I know why your boy done what he done. Why he got my kid to sit in for him and practice. Yeah? Why, Gillis? Well, Egbert says your junior's been working in the post office during the rush hour every afternoon to get some extra dough. Well, what for? Don't I give him 40 cents a week? (laughs) Yeah, but junior had to raise $3 by yesterday so he could buy a stylish birthday present for some little dame he's in love with. My boy junior uh, says junior's crazy about this girl. Uh Oh, Peg, there's a girl in Junior's life.
1: Oh,
3: really? <laughs> well, Peg, I don't see what's funny about that. Well, uh, thanks, Gillis. I figured it's my duty as a friend to keep you posted on what your kid's doing. Naturally, with my kid, I got no problems. I bring him up to respect me Goodbye, and to Gillis. listen to what... Peg, let's face it. I'm a failure as a father. We got a boy who'd rather hang around with a girl than practice the piano.
1: (laughs) A
4: black sheep, huh, Riley?
3: (laughs) Thirteen years old, and all he thinks about is girls.
4: Riley, do you remember when you were thirteen? Yeah.
3: Did you ever think about girls? Did you say twelve or thirteen? Well, anyway, it ain't exactly his having a crush on a girl. It's, it's playing tricks and back of my back. Riley huh?
4: Junior's coming up the walk now. now. You have a nice talk
3: with now, him. I'm and... all done talking to him this time. I'm letting him do the talking. But he don't know I know the truth. So when he's all through with some new fairy story, then I'm gonna really let him have it. Now
4: here he is. Now don't oh, lose
3: your temper. All right.
4: Hello, Junior. Uh, your father wants to talk to you. Yeah? Hello, Pop.
3: Good evening, Chester.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Pop, I... have been thinking it over. I think I ought to tell you why I played
3: such a dirty trick. hmm No doubt you had some very good reason, no doubt. Well, no, sir. Well, what was the reason? Uh,
4: was that? Well... This girl, she's a girl a lot of guys like, and I did too. And yesterday was her birthday. So I figured I'd make a hit with her if I gave her something big, like a big box of chocolates. It was five pounds and cost three bucks. I've been skipping practice to raise the money.
3: Junior, let me give you some advice about girls of the opposite sex. <laughs> <laughs> Junior, you can't buy love. When I was caught in your mother, did I have to give her candy or perfume or expensive jewelry? No. I just gave her me. That was enough. <laughs> uh,
4: you're right, Pop. Certainly. When I gave her the candy, she took it and went off driving with Skinny Hooper. The last I saw him, she was stuffing my chocolates in his mouth. <laughs>
3: I'll cheer up, Junior. Maybe they were stale.
4: (laughs) It'll never happen
3: again, Pop. I'm through with women. Well, don't make no definite decisions on that. They may not be through with you. (laughs) But um, anyway, Junior, I'm proud of you for leveling with me.
1: Well,
4: that's okay, Pop. Uh, And listen, Pop. Yeah? I'm going to practice piano every day now,
3: starting today. Ah, boy. And you know something, Junior? If you practice hard... One of these days, you're going to play just as good as that great Irish pianist, Paddy Ruski.
2: (laughs) The Rileys will be back in just a moment. If you've ever had breakfast on the farm, you'd likely remember a big platter of crisp fried salt pork and a big bowl of rich cream gravy flecked here and there with crisp brown bits from the frying pan. Well, how about it, folks? You know, these good breakfast meats like salt pork and pork sausage, ham and bacon are more than good eating. They're a good start toward doing the day's job because they're so full of food energy. And like all meat, the lean bits are rich in proteins. Proteins of high quality. The right kind of proteins to build and maintain body tissues. Yes, meat is a yardstick of protein foods because meat measures up to every protein need. And please remember, the nutritional statements just made about meat are accepted by the Council on Foods and Nutrition of the American Medical Association.
4: Did you call me, Riley? Yeah,
3: dumpling. Come on in, sit down. Me and Junior here, we're we're, we're, we're gonna play a duet on the piano. Me on this here, Harmonica, and Junior on the piano. Uh, are you ready, Junior?
4: Okay, Pop.
3: All right. Home, sweet home. Let her go
2: Riley gets in another hilarious problem when he tries to help Junior with his algebra homework and practically wrecks the school system. So follow The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix, and sponsored by the American Meat Institute, next week at this very same time. William Bendix appears by arrangement with Hal Roach. The Life of Riley was directed by Don Bernard with music by Lou Cosloff and came to you from Hollywood. This is Ken Niles saying, See you next week. This is The Blue Network. 7.30, 7.30, KECA, Los Angeles. Transcribe.
0: Known for its tagline, What a Revolting Development This Is, The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix, first aired on in January of 1944. The show was originally conceived as a vehicle for Groucho Marx, but it was reworked and recast with the assistance of co-developer Milton Gummo Marx. He was the non-performing Marx brother. It eventually emerged as a situation comedy about the life and struggles of blue-collar, salt-of-the-earth Chester A. Riley. Riley, a husband, father, and riveter at a California aircraft plant, brought comedy to the common man's struggle to make ends meet and finesse the challenges of everyday life. Riley invariably addressed a problem or pursued a scheme with a full steam ahead attitude that inflated even the most innocuous situation into a full-blown disaster. The ironic uh, ironic title suggesting a life of ease and comfort probably had its origins in the 19th century. Some suggest the phrase, the life of Riley, referred to the 19th century clan Riley of the County Cavan in Ireland, who consolidated power and wealth to such an extent that they minted their own money. Others claim the phrase is a reference to Hoosier poet James Whitcomb Riley. Whatever the origin, the life of Riley became a catchphrase in the popular culture of the 1940s that has lasted to the present day and is tied irrevocably to the character of Chester A. Riley. In addition to Bendix, Riley, the show featured immensely popular supporting characters including Digby Digger O'Dell, the ghoulish friendly Undertaker, voiced by John Brown, who was also in Ozzie and Harriet, My Friend Irma, and the Damon Runyon Theater. Like a few other shows, The Life of Riley made a successful transition to television in 1949, winning television's first Emmy for its first season. Due to Bendix's contractual obligations, the role of Riley was played by Jackie Gleason until 1950, when he left the show and it went on hiatus. In 1951, The Life of Riley left radio. The television show was revived in 1953, when Bendix joined the cast, and it ran until 1958. Thanks for listening.